Just Start Real Estate, episode number 115. All right, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being here with me today. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am really excited that you're with me today, and I can't wait to get started. Before I do, I just want to offer a quick apology. For those of you who listen to this show Monday through Fridays, you know, pretty regularly, you know that I have never, ever, ever since I started this podcast, miss an episode. And I've gone through this year uh, the flu, and I've gone through strep throat, and, and head colds, and all this other kind of stuff, and I've never missed a show. I've drugged myself in here and gotten through it every single time. The only thing that ever would stop me from getting through a show is if I literally ha- couldn't upload a show or, or had a, c- a computer problem or an internet problem that I wasn't able to fix quickly enough. And that's exactly what happened to me on Friday. Very frustrating for me. It was very disappointing to me. It really means a lot to me to get these shows out on time, on the day they're supposed to be out, and deliver good content to you every single day, Monday through Friday. And like I said, I've done that through uh, various illnesses this year and some other things. So to not do that on Friday was a real blow to me, and it really, really uh, bothered me. So I want to apologize for that before we get too far into this. I'm going to do my best to make sure that never happens again. And I've come up with some uh, things that I can do and, and some ways that I can make sure that that doesn't happen. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to learn from my mistakes and fix that going forward. So hopefully that will never happen again. So today what I'm going to do and what I've decided to do is... I'm going to give you the content that I had ready on Friday, and I'm going to deliver that to you today, and we're just kind of going to proceed that way and then launch right into the rest of our week. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope you are too. I am going to continue to deliver the content that I really think is helpful and really think is valuable to you um, on an ongoing basis, and, and hopefully, like I said, not miss any more days. So again, I apologize, and that should never happen again. Okay, also before we get started, I just want to make sure that you know that my coaching program is in full swing again in the month of April. There are still a few slots available if you're interested in getting in this month and being one of my students, I would love to have you. You can go to justartrealestate.com forward slash coach and that gives you all the information you need to know to get started and apply to the coaching program today. So go there and check it out. If you have any questions, you can shoot me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com and I will get back to you immediately and answer your questions. I look forward to hearing from you and let's get on with the show. All right, thank you for joining me in another Quick Point episode. Today, I am going to teach you how to be a spy. And the name of this episode is Spy on Your Competition this week. So we're going to get a little bit sneaky and and kind of tell you some techniques that you can use to know whether or not you're doing the right things with your houses in terms of rehab when you're flipping houses. And uh, and to do that, sometimes you got to be a little bit of a spy. So I'm kind of using that term, you know, loosely and, and kind of in a joking fashion. I'm not really making you a spy. We're certainly not going to do anything unethical here, but I'm going to show you some things or, or tell you some things and then explain how to do them so that you can find out whether or not you are doing the right things with your rehab, bringing the house up to an acceptable level or beyond in order to sell them very quickly and get the top dollar for your rehabs, but not go too far. And I'm going to explain that a little bit. So like I said, in this episode, I am going to encourage you to become a spy. What kind of a spy? 
a real estate spy. The only way you can know if you match up to your competition is to find out what they're up to. And I encourage you to do this in your real estate investing business. Okay, you, you and I both know every business needs to keep themselves educated on what their competition is doing and, and how, you know, how you're going to keep up with them. So if, they, if your competitor does something that dramatically increases their sales, you better believe every company in their niche is going to do something very similar to try to capitalize on it. It's just the way business is run. It's not just real estate, any business. You know, you, you see it all the time. Somebody runs a promotion and it gets very popular and all of their competitors start running similar promotions. So why should real estate be any different, right? So for example, if Nike comes out with a cool new feature for their shoes or some new angle on, on shoes, you better believe that companies like Adidas are going to try to get in on the action. If Red Bull has a promotion that's wildly successful, I'm sure energy drinks that compete with them like Monster, for example, is going to also come out with a promotion that will be very, very similar so that they can capitalize on that popularity of the promotion of their competitors. So one way in real estate to find out what your competition is doing and to make sure that you are doing similar or even better better things in your business is by going to open houses. Going to open houses for properties in your target market will let you know how the other houses look that you'll be competing with. Now, this is especially important and valuable to flippers, right? Because flippers are trying to sell to end buyers who are going to be highly influenced by the other houses that they look at that day or that week when they're trying to decide which house to buy. So if you buy a house in a neighborhood, you know that you will be trying to sell in the next three to six months. That means during that time, you should be looking at other houses for sale so that you can make sure that your house looks better than the other houses that'll be for sale at the same time yours is going to be for sale. There's certainly nothing unethical about this. It's just good common sense. I mean, not only is it not unethical, it's kind of negligent on your part as a business owner if you're not keeping yourself up to speed with what your competition is doing. You just have to do it. Now, eventually, you know, if you kind of keep working the same the same markets over and over and over, you'll find, you know, you'll know what the houses are going to look like that you're competing with. This is really more of a new investor, a new flipper kind of a thing, but even seasoned investors like myself or, or people who have some experience still from time to time should go out and make sure that they're up to speed with the latest trends and what people want and making sure that they're understanding what's out there so you don't lose touch. But, you know, if you get to a point, if you're doing a lot of houses that you can, you know, you pretty much know what you're dealing with. But like I said, every once in a while, maybe every six months or, or once a year, maybe as a, as a seasoned investor, you should get out there and, and, and take a look at your competition just to make sure you're not missing anything. So, Open houses are a great way to do that. You walk through these houses, you talk to the realtors, you know, you get a really good sense of what people are looking for and what they're doing in their houses. Another method of 
quote, and I'm using air quotes here, spying on your competition is to go to websites like Realtor.com. Now, Realtor.com is a website that just lists houses for sale. Uh, it's another place that realtors list houses in addition to the MLS. Um, but there's a lot of houses, tons of houses actually, listed for sale on Realtor.com. And you will find plenty of houses in your target market to go look at. And then when you go to Realtor.com, these websites, uh, you can look at the houses there and kind of get a better idea of what your competition is doing. Normally, websites like these have several pictures of the insides of the houses, and that's key. You can look at sometimes a dozen or a couple dozen uh, pictures of the inside, so you'll always know what you're dealing with in terms of your competition. And also, the great thing about going to a website like Realtor.com is it will allow you to look at several houses in your market very quickly. Now, other websites that you can go to are uh, Trulia.com and Zillow.com is another popular one where you can look at houses and kind of get an idea of what the inside is going to look like. So you can do this now with these websites nowadays without having to drive from house to house and you can do a lot of research in a very short amount of time. This is especially useful if you have a day job and you don't have a lot of time to drive around. So it's still important to get out there and physically look at houses and you can do that on the weekends if you have a day job during the week get out there on the weekends open houses and look at houses physically go and look at them so you get a real sense of the quality of work that you're dealing with and what your competition is doing but going online and looking at these houses uh, is also very very valuable and allows you like I said to do a lot of research in a very short amount of time you need to make sure that the houses that you are renovating, for example, don't have Formica countertops in the kitchen while all the other houses for sale around it have granite countertops, right? For That's just a for example, but that's one of the big features, granite versus like a Formica or something less expensive. Additionally, you don't want to put like $15,000 worth of kitchen cabinets in the house that you're flipping if all the other homes around it that you're competing with have kitchens that are still from the 1950s. Like, you know, they're not updated. They're 40, 50 years old kitchens and you're putting in, you know, $15,000, $20,000 worth of cabinets. You're just overdoing it. Now, you, you, you should put in new cabinets. I'm not saying don't put in new kitchen cabinets because I do an 95% of my houses, I put in new kitchen cabinets no matter what. But in some of the areas that I'm rehabbing, I can very easily get away with off-the-shelf Home Depot or off-the-shelf Lowe's cabinets that are like in stock and very inexpensive. But once they're installed and the new countertops go in, they look light years better than all the other houses in the neighborhood. And you just nobody ever complains and says these are not $15,000 cabinets. Nobody says, hey, these are off the rack Home Depot. They just know that they look way, way better than everything else that they're looking at that day. So that's the key. So you have to realize there's a risk of under rehabbing a house, which means not bringing your house up to a nice enough level, right? You you rehab it, but the workmanship and the materials are just not up to snuff. I, I work in some neighborhoods where if you don't put granite, I mean, you're never going to sell a house. You need to put high-end materials, high-end cabinets, um, 
high-end like granite like i said you know really the nice expensive uh kitchen faucets and things like that you just have to the, the bathrooms have to be just high-end tile and really really nice fixtures or you're never gonna you're never gonna sell the house but you have to understand too this is very important this is uh, under rehabbing is not a problem for new investors normally they normally do not under rehab a house most new investors that i have dealt with that make mistakes during the rehab they do something called over rehabbing which is doing way too much to your house and never ever being able to recoup the money that you spend because the neighborhood doesn't support the money that you spend and the materials that you're using so in other words if you're flipping a house for example that has an after repair value an ARV of $100,000 no amount of high-end finishes is going to make that house worth 150. Now, when I say ARV, that's not an average after repair value. I'm talking about a fully rehabbed house. What should it go for in that neighborhood? Very nicely done, nice and new materials. It should go for 100,000. If you go in and put granite and just the craziest high-end materials, you, you know, there's a limit to what a house will sell for, right? There's just a limit. And furthermore, even if you find someone who's crazy enough to overpay on a house because you did such nice stuff to it, a bank will never give you a mortgage or never give your buyer, I should say, a mortgage for that house. It just won't appraise. So there's just no way in the world you can put in high-end materials if the neighborhood doesn't support it. So that's why going out and looking at other houses and going online and looking at the pictures is very important. So like I said before, new investors tend to over rehab. They get very emotionally connected to the house. They, you know, they think about what they would want if they were living there. And when you start doing that, you're making this into a hobby where you're, you're going to be lucky to break even and you're not treating it like a business. If you're a business person, you look at a house and say, this is what I'm starting with. How much money do I need to put into this in order to get top dollar when I sell it? That's how you look at it from a business standpoint. You don't just get emotional and put in very high materials and very specific colors that you like because that's what you would want. That's the big mistake of new investors. You put in neutral colors. You put in the um, the, the kind of materials that the, the neighborhood supports and you sell it for as much as you possibly can. That's how, that's how real estate business is done. So don't put finishes in a house that a market won't support or, you know, much less want so i can tell you from experience that putting a granite countertops in a neighborhood where no one but no one has granite countertops sounds like a good thing but it's unappreciated a lot of times in those neighborhoods so you're not going to get any more money for it there's no point in doing it okay so what i want you to do is take this week to get out there and work on your spy skills it's gonna make a big difference to your bottom line it's going to make you more profitable. It's going to make you a more skilled investor and a definitely a more skilled rehabber. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, before we go, I'd like to ask if you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting something out of it, if it's worth your time and you enjoy tuning into it every day, then I ask you to do me one favor. 
go to iTunes and place a rating and review. Be honest. Give me any rating and any review that you feel is fair and what you feel it deserves. But go there and place that rating and review. What that does is helps me tremendously get found in iTunes much more easily and I can reach more people. I would really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying this podcast, it's the one thing that I ask of you today. So please go there. Give me a rating and review. Let me know what you think about the show. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. Awesome. You're still with me. You waited all the way to the end of the podcast. That's awesome. I appreciate it. First of all, thank you for doing that. Thank you for listening to the entire podcast all the way through, through the music and to this point. I appreciate that. I really do. And what I want to do, I want to do a little experiment and find out how many people are actually listening to me all the way to the end. So I am going to offer the first five people who contact me who hear this, I'm going to offer them a free 15-minute coaching call with me. Now, in the coaching call, we can talk about anything in your business that you want, troubles that you're having, something you want me to help you with, maybe strategize your goals and how we're going to, you know, how you can achieve those throughout the rest of the year. Um, Anything you want in your business is you're more than welcome to talk to me about, and uh, I will spend the time and and really uh, explore whatever issue you have in your business. So in order to claim your spot, email me at coach at juststartrealestate.com and let me know that you heard this at the end of episode 115. Again, email me at coach at juststartrealestate.com and let's make the subject of the email free coach. So email me at coach at juststartrealestate.com subject line free coach and let me know that you heard this at the end of episode 115 and I will get back with you immediately and we're going to schedule a coaching call, a free 15 minute coaching call between you and I and we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about in your business. So I look forward to hearing from you. I'll talk to you soon.